Welcome to the Anti-Burnout Club, an exclusive club for those who are over the hustle culture BS, those who are tired of burning out and feeling stressed, and those who want to thrive while still becoming a success. I'm Bex Spiller, an accidental poet, an anxious entrepreneur, and your host. Welcome to the club. Hello and welcome back to the Anti-Burnout Club podcast. Today I want to talk about happy habits and I think we could probably all do with a little bit more happiness in our lives at the moment. I know that January is a tough month, Um, it feels never-ending, it's cold, it's generally the time where many of us feel a little bit low. So Today I'm talking about happy habits, which are basically habits that experts have studied and proven can make you happier. So for this, we'll be looking at principles from positive psychology, which is perhaps one of my most favourite subjects in the world. It's something that I kind of started unknowingly studying for a while and then have been more intensely studying for the last few months. And there are plenty of experts in this space that have written some incredible books, such as Sean Acor, Barbara Fredrickson, Angela Duckworth, Daniel Gilbert, and my favourite, Martin Siegelman. All of these are big names and researchers in the positive psychology world. And I'll include some of my favourite books by them in the blog that goes with this podcast so that you can learn more about positive psychology and happiness as well. Before we actually dig into what science says are happy habits, I'd like to have a quick look at what positive psychology actually is. So psychology in its simplest form generally wants to create an absence of illness. So if you study psychology, then you'd study perhaps different mental health conditions such as depression and anxiety and usually how to help cure those. Positive psychology is different in the fact that it is more the promotion of wellness, which is why I love it so much. It asks, how can humans flourish? How can they go from just feeling or being okay to feeling or being amazing? And there's a lot of different ways that researchers have found we can do that now. All of these clever people get together and they research human flourishing and they're saying, how can we make people's lives better? Not just, you know, bring them back up to zero by curing anxiety or depression, but how can we get them beyond that? And I find that absolutely fascinating. So today we're going to be looking at what some of the research says about the science of happiness. What can we bring into our lives that can help us flourish? What are these happy habits? The first thing you're likely going to want to do is find out how happy you are to start with, because we can't work out whether a new habit makes us happier or not if we don't measure it. And there's lots of different ways you can do this. You can score yourself on a scale of one to 10, you know, how happy am I between one and 10? There are lots and lots of different quizzes and things that you can do on the internet, or you can use a proper happiness questionnaire. And there are lots of different ones on the Authentic Happiness website. This is the hub, really, for the godfather of positive psychology, Marty Siegelman, and researchers at the University of Pennsylvania. I think the best way to track your happiness as you add in these happy habits is with the Authentic Happiness Inventory. 
Now you'll find this on the Authentic Happiness website. It's completely free. It keeps track of your score each time you do it. And you can start to build a real picture of your own levels of happiness and how they fluctuate over the weeks and months as you're adding in these different happy habits and through different parts of your life as well. So first things first, measure your happiness. Write down your score, know where you are on that level of happiness. And as you keep adding in these happy habits, keep measuring as well so that you can see how it changes. Secondly, I'm going to go through some happy habits now and then more habits and in more detail on the happy habits series on the Anti-Burnout Club platform. Whether you're going to be trying to do the happy habits from this podcast or from the lessons on the site, make sure you slowly introduce them. Pick one, try it for a week, measure your happiness and then add another. Don't try and add in all of these things at once and then send me an email saying, these didn't make me happier, I'm just overwhelmed (laughs) because they are meant to be introduced bit by bit. I say it all the time when we talk about habits, but please don't try to add in lots of new things at once. It is overwhelming. And also, how would you know which of the happy habits are working and which ones are just meh if you add them all in together? So one at a time, please. Okay, shall we get started with the happy habits then? Number one is gratitude. Now, gratitude is already something I talk a lot about over at the Anti-Burnout Club. There's even a whole chapter on it in the Anti-Burnout Journal. But the science behind gratitude and how good it is for us is just fascinating to me. And this is coming from someone who used to be a real skeptic of the power of gratitude. I thought, how on earth could I possibly be grateful when bad things seem to happen to me all the time or happen to the people I love all the time? And that's how I felt about it all. I just thought it was a bit rubbish, to be honest. But actually, practicing daily gratitude really did change my life. And I know that sounds like a huge statement, but it made me look for the good in every day, even when it felt like the worst day in the world. And now I've roped my husband, Jake, in and every evening we share our three gratitudes before bed without fail, no matter what's happened that day. And it's really changed the way we see things and the way we see our days for the better. So your first happy habit is to find three things that you're grateful for every single day, even on the worst days. And in fact, especially on the worst days. Number two follows on nicely from this, and it's what positive psychology calls savouring. I love this really simple happy habit because you can do it for almost anything, and it's also grounded in mindfulness principles. To really stop and savour a moment, whether it's just a cup of coffee in the garden or being on holiday and taking in all of your amazing surroundings, this is just so powerful. Nowadays, we often think, oh, wow, that's cool. I'm going to take a photo for Instagram or a video for TikTok. And we kind of see the world through our phone cameras a little bit. We don't necessarily just stop and savour it. And of course, you can take a photo to really capture a moment you want to savour and then look back at it and savour it again. But don't forget to put your phone down and really soak it all in. Really be present and savour that moment. 
So your second happy habit is to look for little moments in the day that you can savour and enjoy. Okay, number three. Number three is kindness. Kindness does some incredible things to our brains and for the people around us as well. However, we can sometimes get a little bit wrapped up in our own lives and perhaps all those things that we think are going wrong. And while we're not outwardly mean, we're not proactively kind either. Now, it's important that you practice kindness daily, but only in a way that fits in with your life. There is absolutely no point in volunteering for a local cause for 20 hours a week if you don't have 20 hours a week to spare. And actually, that's not going to make you feel happier. It's just going to make you feel stressed and overwhelmed. So kindness doesn't need to be a grand affair. It can be in the littlest of things too. Texting someone to say you're thinking of them, letting someone ahead of you in a queue, smiling at someone at the bus stop. These are all small acts of kindness that can make a big difference each day without having to put too much extra on your plate. And again, this is another whole chapter in the Anti-Burnout Journal because I truly believe that this is such a powerful habit to have. And like I said, we're not, you know, necessarily mean people, but we're not necessarily proactively kind either. So try and make kindness a habit that you do every single day. Number four, again, follows on from this and it's nurturing relationships And actually, this is one that I probably still need to work on. I'm very good at hiding away and throwing my whole self into work or projects, and the people in my life can often take a backseat. But as humans, a huge contributing factor to our happiness is social connection. It's why our community at the Anti-Burnout Club is such an important part of what we do, because it brings together social connections and it helps us nurture some really, really gorgeous relationships that I've seen over the past year. And again, this doesn't necessarily have to be a grand affair. You don't need to organise a girls weekend every month or book in to see a different loved one every night of the week. And actually, as an introvert, that sounds (laughs) absolutely terrifying and exhausting. However, you can keep those relationships nurtured through simple things such as a text to check in, a little how are you, giving those relationships a little bit of tender loving care every day. Just think of it as a plant that needs a little bit of water every day or every few days and really nurture those relationships and connections around you. Okay, number five is kind of a few in one because they all tie in with each other. So positive psychology says that finding meaning and purpose and making positive directions towards your goal each day is really, really important. If you've done my goal setting course on the Anti-Burnout Club, then you'll know the first thing we do is try and find our purpose. What do we really want from life? Not what others tell us we want or what we think we should want, but what we actually want, how we want to be remembered, what we hope to achieve. From there, you can build your goals around that meaning and purpose. For example, mine is to help a lot of people. I actually think in the um, course, I say I want to help a million people, which I know is huge, but we call them big, hairy, audacious goals for a reason. And All of my 
goals in life are all centered around this. So how can I help a lot of people, whether it's, you know, through the podcast, through the platform, through all of the other things that I do. So once you have your goal, you can then make even the smallest positive directions towards that goal each day to feel happier. So get this huge goal that, you know, has everything to do with your meaning and purpose, break down that huge goal into smaller, actionable goals and spend a little bit of time, even if it's just five minutes, moving forward on that goal each day and making those positive directions. And then some of the other happy habits that I'll be covering on the Anti-Burnout Club are things such as knowing and using your character strengths, which is has been a real revelation for me. I absolutely love this one. And that will be next Friday on the platform. Learning optimism and resilience, finding flow, which again is just, it's an amazing thing when you find it, moving your body, sleeping better. And I'll also even be covering what you can spend money on that's proven to make you happier. And I know there's the whole thing, money can't make you happy, but actually you can kind of spend money to be happy and it doesn't need to be a lot. So I'll explain what all of that means on the Anti-Burnout Club Happy Habits series. But I think these five are a great starting point for pretty much everyone. You don't need to spend a lot of time on each of them. Just a few minutes each day practicing gratitude, savoring the moment, being kind, building your relationships and making positive movements towards your purpose or meaning-based goals each day. But remember, don't try and do all of these at once. Don't think, right, this morning I'm going to do gratitudes and savouring. This afternoon I'm going to be kind to someone. I'm going to build some social connections. And then I'm going to try and find my meaning and purpose um, and then start working on my goals because that's just overwhelming, isn't it? So add one, measure your happiness, leave it at least a week and then add in another. Find the ones that work for you and that fit in with your life and enjoy your new happy habits. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast. I hope it's been helpful. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, The Anti-Burnout Club. Please don't forget to subscribe and we'll talk again very soon.